Hey, hey everyone, welcome back to the Occult Rejects. Uh, this afternoon I have an amazing show that I have been looking forward to, and I think it's just going to be awesome. I got uh, three heavy hitters with me today, all uh, myths and legends in the uh, occult uh, conspiracy community. Uh, for one... Uh, you know, everybody knows I'm sure who he is by now because he's been on my show probably the most out of everybody. All knockouts, heavyweight champion, Sean McCann himself. And then I do have uh, <laughs> I have I have another another man in myth and legend that everybody knows of if they've been uh, if they've watched my show, but just in case you don't know who it is. I also have William Ramsey from William Ramsey Investigates. And then we also have that I am so happy that Sean decided to put us together. Uh, you know, this is what the conspiracy community is about, is putting like-minded individuals together so we can have intelligent conversations. And uh, I was lucky enough for him to hook me up with Hans Utter. So I got three gangsters with me today on the show. Uh, real quick, just in case people don't know who you are, which uh, they probably do, but just in case they don't, uh, Sean, would you like to start it off and let everybody know where they can find your stuff? And then we'll do William and then we'll do Hans. Greetings. Uh, I am psyched to be here. This is uh, an all-star cast today. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to be a member of the crew because this oh, yeah. is great. And, uh, you know, uh, and everybody can find me. My podcast is Wake the Dead podcast. And um, I have another podcast, uh, uh, Black Pill Digest. And you can find those at all of the, wherever you find podcasts. And uh, also Odyssey, BitChute, Rumble. Um, and I uh, design t-shirts. I have some anarchist designs and some fine art photography. And you can find those at uh, storefrontier.com slash wake the dead. Awesome. And all those links are in the bottom as well now. And William, awesome. would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is William Ramsey. I was formerly an author. I've written four, four major books, a smaller one called Alistair Crowley, a visual, visual study that you can get on Kindle. I have five documentaries on Vimeo. I'm at over 850 episodes on my podcast, William Ramsey Investigates, which is now in the top 0.5 podcasts in the world, according to Listen Notes. And I've had all you guys as guests, so uh, yes. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, yeah. uh, thanks for the invite, Nick. Of course, and I have all your links in the bottom as well. And finally, but not least, Hans, would you like to introduce yourself to uh, the Occult Rejects community? Absolutely. Man, these guys are like heavy hitters. You know, I feel it's like before a fight. <laughs> you, know, you know, you just say, I, I am, you know, I'm like, I'm like, a dude, like, I don't have that much going on. So I'm kind of not doing so much online. I, I probably will be soon. I've got a website, hansutter.com. I do writing stuff, music, production stuff. I do some writing. I ghost write memoirs. Nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you can um, uh, mindcontrolmusic.wordpress.com. And I will, the web stuff's going to be up soon, so check next week. Uh, please reach out, hansutter at hotmail.com. And um, that's about it. But, you know, I, so. Awesome. I, Thank you. And after the show, I actually meant to ask you previously, I will admit I forgot to ask you this morning, uh, after the show, any links you want me to share, please send me and I'll put them into the live in the show notes when it drops. So today we are talking about uh, something that actually when I came across it, I was like, yo, what the? <laughs> mm -hmm. I just I was like, how have I never even heard about this before? 
And uh, I had noticed that uh, uh, that William Ramsey and Sean had both covered it recently, and I wanted to get them on, and we were blessed with Hans joining us too. So it's the Kinzer Report that we will be covering today. Um, I think it's it's just I think it's something that's highly influential now. If you go back from where it started, I think it's one of those it's one of those main things that people really don't know about that I think helped steer the road of where we are now. Oh, yeah. And that's the type of stuff that I love to shine the light on because mm-hmm. I think if we look at where we came from, we'll understand where we are now. That's right. Or help. Um, I don't know who wants to start this off. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> wants to get into it, it's a, you know, whichever one of you three uh, who would like to maybe kick off a what is the Kinsey Report, who is Kinsey, and blah, blah, blah. Well, um, I'll go. Okay. I, I can, I'll be brave. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> so uh, the Kinsey Report is basically, it's another term for uh, Kinsey's first book that uh, was titled Sexual Behavior in the Human Male. Kinsey is a zoologist, and uh, he was, he started as a, um, as a Boy Scout troop leader, and uh, it progressed from there, as you can imagine. That's so weird. You know, I've actually come across a lot of, that's interrupting. I have come across oh, yeah. a, lot, yep, yep. a lot of Boy Scout and Cub Scout stuff with certain yeah. people. And yeah. it's, it's, it's like, hot, not hot dog night again. <laughs> oh, that's right, and it's like yeah. the first thing that comes through my mind, unfortunately. Yeah, so Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. He uh, uh, he would have group masturbation sessions with the kids that he would go on camping trips with, and uh, started it started there the deviant sexual. Uh, so this is what we're talking about. This guy, it's not like I guess I started with him being a pervert, but really, uh, all of the 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 laws that we have today, it regarding sex or even like sexual education in schools and all of that comes from the Kinsey Report. There were two books. There was Sexual Behavior in the Human Male, Sexual Behavior in the Human Female. The first one is 48, the next one is 53. And um, they were both fraudulent and based on um, abuse of children and interviews with criminals and sex offenders. And he, he posited their behavior as that's what all human males and females act and think like. And he said that children are sexual from birth and they can achieve orgasm. Uh, his, his definition of orgasm is disgusting, and we mm. might get into that later. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, this, he was funded by Rockefeller. And when Rockefeller, when he started to get some trouble in the limelight and people started to look at him and be like, wait a minute, this guy's a sadomasochistic pervert, uh, pedophile. Uh, then Rockefeller moved, removed their funding from him and put it into the um, uh, creating uh, a, a recommendation for federal law system. And they went from there. It changed the laws in all the states. It's called the, um, God, what the hell is it called? Some model penal code of like 1953 yeah. mm-hmm. or something like that. And uh, so the model penal code, it took, there used to be laws where like, you know, against uh, 
sodomy or uh, there's laws against um, premarital sex and the, you know there there are all these sex laws and um, Kinsey and his, his the people behind him just came through with a bulldozer and just swiped all that out of the way yeah. so now um, by removing by saying that sodomy and whatever transgender or whatever they may deem normal now because of their deviant ideas um if that's not a crime then it's acceptable right and oh since it's acceptable we have to teach kids how to do it right or else they might hurt themselves you know for safety oh, right yeah. so and now they, or got they might kids. become fascist if they don't like it. <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> yeah they might go to the wrong rally we want them to go to blm instead <laughs> right but i mean i mean now the kids you know they're chopping their junk off like and they're trying to make laws where uh kids are allowed to to, to change their gender without the parents permission before they have a mind that can even cognize what the ramifications of changing your body for the rest of your life may be you know so like this deep well this deep hole of depravity and amoral sexual behavior that we our society is in all started with kinsey and this kinsey report and the first one was the about males and there were a few tables in there that we're probably going to have to speak about at some length today. Uh, I guess maybe we don't want to start. Maybe I'll stop and let you guys talk. I don't just real quick, I did, I did have a. I just I did want to just make a, a remark, and mm -hmm. I, I am questioning Please. it now. You know, it's funny how like I, now I know this because my wife works for a plastic surgery office, a very big, well-known one. I'm not going to wow. say what it is, but she does. And I, she has told me the whole situation about, like, you know, when people come in for these surgeries, there is only one or two doctors at her office are willing to do it, but they do do these type of surgeries. And she did say, you know, you have to go see a therapist right, for them to even sign off on this. So, like, one, I'm wondering, like, you know, did this help get them to say this is okay? And the, the funny thing that I, I think that just cracked me up is that it recently they have to take a class now on gender identification so then like you know when they're talking to these people you're not hurting them or whatever by calling them the wrong gender right but in my mind i'm thinking you have to respect them when they say they're a furry and you have to not laugh <laughs> but in my you know? mind now think of this if they just saw a psychologist that said they're okay in the head should they not get so triggered if somebody misgenders them by accident at a doctor's office? If you have to worry about upsetting and hurting their feelings and triggering them with that, maybe the psychiatrist that said they were okay maybe didn't do a good job. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, but the psychiatrist encourages the victim yeah. mentality. Yeah, that's right. You know, like, like, wow, it's... how does this make sense? Yeah, it does. But yeah, sorry to go. <laughs> sorry to, to, to no, go please. on that. But, uh yeah, I was just wondering about that. And there is, uh, just real quick, and I don't know if we're going to jump into it now, but later on down the road in this episode, I think it is also important to talk about who Kinsey was actually studying on. Hmm. Because I even think going into that, you're just like, people in jail? 
who did oh, horrible yeah. things. Like, wh- why are you using names? people in mental hospitals? Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't know if that's something we'll get into later, but I, yeah. I think that's very interesting. But uh, William, if you'd like to chime in, on well, I would just follow uh, add to what Sean said. I did include those tables in the slide presentation, so we can bring those up. Very graphic too. I would like. Okay, I'm going to bring it up. Parental advisory, like yes. it gets pretty bad. Yeah, so um, I'll throw up a disclaimer. For this. And also, <laughs> the the he never opened his research to third parties. So the scientific process of peer review or all that stuff was never really done. He actually right. avoided people looking at his research. And I wrote in my book about him kind of in the context of Crowley, where they had kind of the same idea. There were going to be no rules. There were no barriers to sexual behavior. So pedophilia, homosexuality, all that stuff, uh, kind of and right. kind of pan-sexual kind of attitude. But, yeah, I mean, and that, that's kind of what I saw. I didn't know his interest in the occult. So I have pictures also in the slideshow of him and Kenneth Anger, who's really a major figure in Western esotericism. He was friends with Kinsey, which uh, says a lot about Kinsey. But uh, they went to the Abbey of Thelema. You can actually see a picture of them together at the Abbey of Thelema with Crowley. So uh, Kinsey was interested in obtaining Crowley's diaries. I don't know if he was ever successful in doing that. He he wanted... I'm I'm sorry to interrupt, but he wanted everybody's sexual history. The janitors that worked for him were required to volunteer, in quotes, their sexual histories. Everybody had to give it. And that's the same. It's like a power differential. If I know how deviantly sexy, sexual related, whatever you are, that's like a tool in my belt for blackmail against you in the future, whatever. So he would try to collect as many as he could. And Crowley's sexual history is like, oh, that's the, that's the cream of the crop. He's the sickest <laughs> fucker you can find, you know. <laughs> wow, that's almost like a cult, too. That's what they did at Nexium. That's what he would get. Right. And they actually do that in, in uh, Scientology. They take a right. file on you, and like, you're supposed to confess this for your yeah. benefit. They tell right. them that. It's like, yeah. oh, get this off and your the, chest. We're going to put this in a file forever. Right. They do the same thing with skull and bones. When you're in the coffin and you got your junk wrapped up in the ribbon and they're all peeing on you and whatever, you're (laughs) supposed to stay your entire sexual history. Like, I mean, it's, it's part of the occult ritual. It's part of it, you know. I think, yeah, I think part of it is probably even a little bit of blackmail and then... Right. I think trying to understand the devious mind so they can keep controlling it and pushing it further. Well, it's much more... We have to look at the stages, right? This has gone through. So... So first of all, Kinsey, we want to, it's not just Kinsey. Kinsey without Playboy, right? Oh, yeah. Maslow. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So Maslow, they teach that in high school, right? Uh, uh, peak, what is it, uh, you know, um, self-actualized, right? That's the highest level. It's like a food pyramid. But but the, the highest peak, so he has a hierarchy of needs. Like the whole premise is that if first, you know, you have to have food, water, shelter, but then you go up and the highest thing is actually orgasm, right? <laughs> so orgasm is the, is the peak of all human experience. And the more orgasms you have, the more self-actualized you are. And a lot of people <laughs> heard that like self-esteem, but he actually he's saying orgasm, right? Wow. And then um, Hugh Hefner, Playboy is extremely important. And, and Playboy mm. has, Mafia, like clubs, they had Playboy Woods, the surveillance state. You're a Playboy bunny. You're surrounded by oh, yeah. soul-cracking rituals, you know what I mean, stuff like that. 
But now the distinction is because of this stuff, it's now in law. Okay, now all this stuff, all the gender stuff, you, you knew, right? I've run into this. I've, uh, example, one of my like, scientists has to do a research proposal, about 50 pages for the proposal, another 450 pages talking about every gender role, da, 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 you know, cisgender, that gender will, will be cleaning this, this person will be cleaning, you know what I mean? Like, the actual science is only 50 pages, and then there's 450 pages of gender stuff? Gender compliance. Wow. Show, 50 how, pages of science and 450 to bullshit shit so, and think something I mean, else. literally, like, wow. okay, so in this stage of the experiment, you know, we'll, we'll look at the slides in the microscope. You have to write, how does this con contribute to, to gender equity, <laughs> celebrating and promoting? You know, seriously. And that's in order to get funding, right? That's be, right. This is the heart of, like, research everything man right and that comes from kinsey ultimately right yeah i mean or yeah. from this 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 push of that whole yeah and the thing is like if you look at it just one last thing i'll say on this is your identity right so i may have questioned a lot of things about myself right in my life i've never questioned my gender yeah you know i mean it's like kind of a, I mean, yeah. it's, it's fundamental. fundamental it's, it's like normal to question your gender yeah okay? i mean and, and, and this whole thing is based on the spectrum. You can be very effeminate and be a heterosexual male, right? right. You can be very masculine and be a female. There is a little bit of a spread. And these are just sort of like, you know, you know whatever types right. or not a big deal. But when you, your genital organs are tied into your entire, it's not like you can hack off both of your legs and compare it to messing with the funk. <laughs> <laughs> it's chromosomal, right? It goes yeah, down to your that's chromosomes. True. You have X, Y, or X, X. The ganglia, you know, it's connected your entire right. nervous system. And it's related to the... the to, glands, everything. Right, it's and everything. your chakra system, too. It's like, yeah. that's part of it. You know, like... Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's two different chemical makeups. Yeah. Your body's hormonal balance also, right? right? So we have, you know, we have a hormonal balance, you know, male and female, right? This, yes. All these things are, you know... Different glands. Everyone says adrenal gland. Of course, you have your pituitary. You've got your thyroid, parathyroid, whatever. So all these things, these give the chemical in the body. You know what I mean for the experience, right? These create. You know, so when you're going, the entire glandular system is. You, you, it's like being like the sodomy, like the ritual, right? For that being a way of changing the state, yeah. changing the nervous system. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the sodomy. What it does, you know, to to the the, the brain and the nerve, but right. there's, there's other reasons for that too. It's like hijacking the kundalini, and it's like a hammer to the brain, like that. Supposedly, Crowley's um, the Ace of Swords card from the Toth deck, the sword going into the crown, and the crown of the light is supposedly supposed to represent violent sodomy, and then the whatever happens to the crown chakra after it's. You know, I didn't know that. you know what Pretty you're saying sick. is actually uh, it's making me think back to uh, I had uh, I have covered the Fellowship of Friends before and that was another cult and that was run by Robert Burton 
definitely a, a disturbed individual. He's basically taking, having people come over from other countries into his cult, getting them a green card as long as they were sleeping with him. I mean, that's, it was just disgusting. But there was a thing where they were very much into music. And they would do octaves and do all this stuff with music. And they had to play instruments. And there was even like set, like we're going to do this octave for a month. Then go to the next octave and do this and that. Hmm. And I had somebody on my show who was actually in it and left. And they were very, they were very into occultism themselves prior. And they started catching on what was going on. They will play these octaves and these sounds that will start to resonate with certain parts of your body. And before hmm. they switch, they're going to start throwing in things to where now it's neither starts to become suggestive if or more almost breaks the loop of the energy and screws you up. It's hard to explain, but hmm. this guy was blowing my mind. So I was like, hmm. just what you were saying right now made me slightly think about, you know, hmm. kind of like hijacking the chakras or hijacking right. your energy, well, you know, well, this, yeah. you know, it, it, and I, I, I want to look up, I've been trying to find this. That's, looking for is what is the exact date and time it was released it always january 1948 when there would have been a release date and time i bet there's some numerology in yeah now, probably an astrological significance yeah. yeah because the thing is you know you've got this time with maslow right so new york you know and it, this is you have to understand in the mainstream this is promoted as science right and but kinsey even if you look at the dust jacket of the book right so but it's not it's not like exactly like an academic book, right? You know what I mean? With the, oh, that's not. Oh, I don't mind that. This is. Um, oh, that's a different <laughs> one. Sorry. Um, I don't want. Well, just one other thing about Hefner too. Hefner supposedly recorded a lot of the stuff that went on at the Playboy Mansion. That he had like a full storage thing. Everything. Right, blackmail. <clears throat> so like tradition of. Uh, and Bill Cosby was there all the time. Yeah. No. But but he said on interview he said. That he is Kinsey's pamphleteer, and he literally was. And they, they, they right. I'm, I'm, I'm asserting that these, for these were run together, right? right. They're connected. Right. Yeah, yeah, right after the '53 release, the 1953 release of the Human Female, that's when Playboy came out. After that, because they were like, "Oh, women are are sluts," so let's you know expand on that you know and then oh. judith reisman like goes and looks at playboy and penthouse and finds all the pedophilia in there so, you guys can see that here's the cover right right so, so you can see like notice the symbolism a little bit right it's not it's a little bit odd right you got the downward triangle you have all this stuff that golden color you know what i mean so but it's not it's not quite it's kind of weird right because you know mm. there's literature it's more like like you know gone with the wind you buy it at that time so. i mean right. even the gold goes with the six-sided thing too i mean the yeah, gold and the, the, the six-sided six hexagram it's kind of uh oblong in a way it almost there's, looks there's like the, oh my god there's the, all this if you zoom in there's these little all these little symbols the little like uh embellishments you know like the little tasseling around it you huh. zoom in there's like there's like yeah there's some different like crosses embedded in different huh. things but, you know, i'll bet you that 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 oblong if you if you put the unicursal hexagram and then you surround it with a six-sided figure it would fit right oh, there yeah i'm looking because it's kind of a blo it's oblong it's more longer than it's six-sided i don't know but it's you know I but in any case saying, the, sure. uh, this is like this book it has in black and white written there in black and white and it was sold to people like this is science everybody and everybody just accepted it and right there on table 34 like 
it's describing the abuse of children and it's like they're on the shelf and people are like no way and when you want to prove it you pull off kinsey's book and you open to the page and say look you know you don't have to go find some weird source or whatever it's right there it was printed yeah they can't call and, you a conspiracy theorist about this exactly <laughs> and it's like how did it go under the radar like he's saying it was sold like a regular book like gone with the wind everybody had one on the shelf like even rosemary's baby had it on the shelf right. we were I talking about that once. yeah right it came out it was not we, we you know have to contextualize right because you also have cybernetic right Nor Norbert Wiener's book on cybernetics comes out uh, right about the same time with the Macy conferences, you know, and so that's more of like a, almost an engineering uh, research R and D lab for these kind of deployments, right, in culture and stuff, because that's but cerebral inhibition started in nineteen early nineteen forty. Cerebral inhibition means hypnosis, but cerebral inhibition, right, that process where you shut down part of the brain, you redirect, hmm. you also. Um, you put someone in a trance. Right. Someone's frontal cortex is is docile. You can what is that? A scopolamine, whatever the zombie. The scopolamine, yeah, scopolamine. yeah, yeah, right. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, oh, if they if if they can make you not even believe that you're a male, like then doesn't that don't you think that throws a, a wrench in the gears? You know what I mean? Like uh, if your identity, like you were saying when at the beginning there, Hans, you were talking about how it's uh it's all connected and just but just thinking even if you still have your junk it's still just the idea of self and then like i don't know what i am what am i i need to be told what i am somebody i better follow what they say and like you know it's just it just leads to uh cattle <laughs> you know like uh mm. instead of a bull it's a steer right that you know it's it's the same way that they keep animals you know like that's what they planned for the human race. It's still happening. It's happening now. <laughs> Whatever. You know, yeah. Hans, you, you said that before, and it, it, it gave me a flashback to an OTO initiation where uh, they will at times slap or touch cha chakra areas and to activate them during the mm -hmm. initiation. And I, and I can say in some ways it can almost become trance-like going through those. Because, like, after you do these initiations, you're supposed to take a class that will give you, you know, a slight idea of what just happened. You know, or whatever they want to tell you just happened. Right, whatever they want. But they, they did want. admit. They did admit. They're like, oh, when we tap your that part with the sword and we have you do this on the forehead and we tap you on the forehead, that was all to activate those chakras. Well, like, all right, well, what are you doing now? After that? Yeah. Well, th that's really important because the, uh, you know, there's, you can have the totally fake, you know, BS type of things, organizations. Um, and I, just one thing as a footnote, there are so many cults. I keep finding out about new cults every day. Oh, me too. It, it's not, I mean, there's many even like mass suicide cults. There's one that was in like uh, Canada and Sweden. Oh, I'm covering yeah, that. The, that solar the, solar, the, solar. Yeah, the solar temple. The solar, yeah. Wow. The solar that, was, that was a big one. And, but there's Influenced by Crowley, too. A lot of Crowley rituals were in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it came Jesus. from, I think, the Knights Templar. Like, they don't even deny yeah. that. <laughs> it's never ending. Like, we live in Crowley's there were, there fantasy. There mass suicides in France, in Canada, and somewhere else all at the same time. I guess he did bring in the new Aeon. <laughs> yeah, really, dude. Wow. <laughs> well, no, like, you can't go anywhere without his influence. It's just <laughs> yeah. sick. But here's the thing, man. What, what I'm trying to say is, he had, here's how you know it's operational. It's like, because at that time, we didn't, now, of course, our media is, is 
whatever it is, right? It's like every single new channel is the same story. But back then, it wouldn't be like you roll out, okay, there's a rollout of this new book, right? It wouldn't necessarily be everywhere in the media, right? You know what I mean? You didn't right. really have that much level of... It was organized. ...consolidation. Yeah. As yeah. Now it's like you press one button, you got 95% of the world. Right. And you got me. I'm not on that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm bro. out of it. That's my debriefing. Yeah, we belong but, here instead. But, but, this, <laughs> but this book, right, was pushed and hyped up before it came out on every platform you can imagine. Oh, yeah. Even starting to be alluded to in film, television, newspaper, you know, and it would build right. up this buzz. Right. Okay. And then it, you know, and then it was when it was rolled out, runaway bestseller. Right. But it's huge. And what you have is, and the spin and what you see in, you know, even today at the time, it's like, well, now people are finally free because yeah. what they do at home is now accepted. You know that you know, like I, you know, like I, you know, little, you know, little Johnny's Woody. You know like, that's okay because you're just a you're a human male. Right. It's not just sex reported male in the human male, and the right. word human. I've already you know, it actually originally came from something a little bit less. You know, you have the man. Oh right, the human. The it's human the color is, of man, the hue of well, a man, not, right? It actually, not the, the the root of color, but like lesser, almost like sub, a semi, not a subspecies, mm. potentially. Cause, but right. like it's but um, not considered with the same rights as mankind. Right? Yes, and right. the human can be exploited all you want. Exactly, right. you could have man, you know, right. mankind, but then the humans, right. It. And then women don't even have men in the title anymore. It's spelled with a Y and shit, just because you know it's even more farther removed, you know. But um, I, uh, I'll shut up. So here. three quarters of a million copies. So it was huge. Yeah, it was. Copies. It was definitely organized, and wow. it makes sense when you see the Rockefeller funded it. Um, yeah, everything that Rockefeller wants gets pushed into. You know what I mean? It's, so what I'm saying is that push something like that at that time, right? So without the total media consolidation, you could do it. I'm sure, but you'd have to. You have to pay, right? You're gonna have to pay a lot of different separate organizations. To get that kind of national coverage, right. you know what I mean? You know, to generate it artificially because it was generated artificially, right. for sure. Just right. like when Playboy magazine, before it came out, they started creating the buzz. You know, right? You know, it's like Elvis is about oh, Elvis oh. About oh, I, on stage. But anyway, we're gonna have permission to to do whatever. Yeah. You know, it like they. Uh, I heard an interview with a dude that was saying that the this Kinsey report gives a different framework to look at sexuality that is that removes morality completely and that's just the principle of it that's why they don't even apply morality to the abuse of children uh i mean well also because kinsey is a sadomasochistic pederast but uh the uh, uh that it gives it gives satanists a way to grab a hold of it and do what they want with it because up until that time, there were moral laws and the people like it's obscene and like it harms others. You know, um, this is their way of clearing it away in a scientific way. Oh, science doesn't have morality. That's made up, you know. So like it's it's a way to really get their teeth in and to wield it from there. You know, scientism, right? Scientism. 
Yeah. Oh, just sorry to interrupt. And, and William, oh, I, I'm sorry, I interrupted. You were talking. No, no, no. <laughs> I really want to hear William riff on Kenneth Anger, who ties all this stuff yeah. together on a different axis. You got your mainstream axis, and you have your occult axis, right? Or, but look at this picture, man. Um, it, look at the background where, like, Crowley's head, there's like a two headed being, right? Some kind of like a demon. See that? With Crowley right in the center of their. Chest. Of the so shadow, it's, yeah. Shadow. The shadow. That's the Abbey of Thelema, right? Chefalu, yeah, Sicily. That's so in the Abbey of Thelema, and it's taken in such a way that it shows like a demonic entity, right? Look at that shadow. Right. Totally. Um, and, and it look looks like it's not from either one of them. The way the light, because if it was, if it was yeah. from Kenneth Anger, there would be light on his back. And if it was from Kinsey, there'd be light. Who's the one? Who's giving that shadow? That's a good this, point. Yeah, this is actually weird if you really look the at it. The shadow's reversed. See that? Yeah. The shadow, the first head could, could conceivably be Kinsey, but the other one, they had to look in the other way, right? But Kinsey's got a wall behind him and shadow behind him. He would have to have light back there projecting yeah. on, you know, so that 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 does it there must be a third person and that it, it might be a shoulder the way they're turned or whatever but it's not from anger either no but it looks <clears> like <throat> the, the the chest almost like the genitals see the bottle like oh yeah he's grabbing the genitals wow this is yeah the, the photographer framed all very that up. complex pictures yeah that? very much i, I this, even think believe it or not the lamp being hung around the that area really is right that's the new. light the where you know like scorpio right the, you know the sun right you know yeah, yeah. and that old freaking that's that was you know if the top of the pyramid is orgasm then like oh that's what you worship the fucking yeah. obelisk you know, I like mean, Osiris's wang. You know, <clears throat> believe it or not, and like this would, this is probably stuff that maybe wasn't known then. But I, I do think, unfortunately, some occultists may understood science a little bit more than other people uh, knew. I even do think when the semen does impregnate the egg, there is a certain there is a millisecond maybe of a flash of light. Oh yeah. yeah. So I do think that that being down there right. could be them saying something. Right. The Slayer creation. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. And so, <clears throat> and look at, and you're right how Crowley's head is right in the, like, the heart chakra. Yeah. Of the shadow. It, so know? it looks like a two-headed, oh. almost like a Siamese twin or a two-headed, two-headed beast. You know what I mean? Zaphod Beeblebrox. Zaphod Beeblebrox. But it looks like a big dick, too, you know? <laughs> you know, if you, if you take, because it looks like he's he's doing a hand a handy to the... To yeah. The, to the lamp kenneth anger you know and then um but anyways but kenneth anger really ties so so many things together and he was in he was also connected with avant-garde film he was connected with so even some more obscure connections right the you know sort of high level high high level you know music art of course rolling stones there's you know um, he was arguably the first person to do a music video. Like, <laughs> that's what they're saying. And so all this weird editing. Martin Scorsese loves anger. He really was influenced by anger. So, oh, You know, real quick, um, I do want to add, too, even with that lamp, uh, I don't, you guys might know, but Crowley did have, it didn't long, last too long, Lamp of the Invisible Light order as well. Mm. Or, it, honestly, I'll put it to you this way. I have, from being in the OTO, there is still those orders going around. I don't know if it's just people trying to put it together, but even though it's known as being closed down, there are people who are still trying to do it. So is it really done and over with? I don't know. But he did have a lamp of the invisible light order. 
Yeah. Yeah. And in this picture, Kinsey, I think, wouldn't last more than a year from when he was in Chefloo. So this is like the end of his life. Hmm. 61 or 62. We, we should mention how he died, too. Yeah. He looks horrible, man. He yeah, looks like yeah. he doesn't look human. Another that's one. another picture of them. Look, it's, it's oh, there's the guy who's got the shadow. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh. That's interesting. But then the Anger's wall is in his mid twenties. He's still alive. Kenneth Anger's probably ninety five now. Huh. I do He's find it interesting. It does it seem to be very Janus like to me as well. Oh, I wonder if King, King, I bet Kinsey was added in. Look, it looks like an edit. See that? Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The guy with the they land. were there. There's another picture in this series of yeah. them walking around in Chefaloo. But how could in that room? How it's not a very big space. How could those two people be in front of Kinsey? It looks I, like I, I mean maybe the right half of the picture they edited was it. was put together with the other one where this is the because like the wall is different. Like it's it's, it's multiple composited picture. Yeah, right? there's probably it's interesting. So but I mean, you I know, it could be staged. I, like I do believe said, that yeah. it happened because I've seen a video of Kenneth Anger describing the trip to Abbey of Thelema. No, no, no. They, 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 so they, yeah, I included no that. Picture. Nick has it. Oh, okay, there's good. There's a picture of, of you know Kinsey there. Like there's a picture of Ken. Of Kinsey there, but I'm just wondering why they would merge these two pictures, you know. But anyway, right? It, it, but anyway, because it's part of the working. They wanted to push a certain idea, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, even somebody had said, you know, fully, you know, this was, I guess, staged, and this photo was taken for people to see, and it could have well, occult symbolism that other occultists will pick up. You have no idea. The other, I think it was in Life, so this was a featured article in Life Magazine. Right. Life Magazine, was, there you go. Yeah, you, right. can, you can go back, you can see the Life kind of etching right on the bottom left part. So yeah, Life, there. I mean, Life Magazine, of course, at the forefront of even, you know, going back, you know, with the Magic Mushroom, promoting right. uh, Magic Mushrooms, promoting Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters, promoting, right. you know, so, and even including pictures like that. You know, that's a ritual working for those that see it, right? Even with the one where he's, it's, because back then, right? I mean, you're doing actual film. You can layer so much subliminal stuff very easily. You know what I mean? You take it, add the next slide, print, take it, add the next slide. You know, but anyways. Right. Wasn't Loose, wasn't Loose a Bonesman? I thought his Loose was a Bonesman yeah, yeah. and his wife yeah, did right. Loose was Skull and Bones. Yeah, yeah. right. I like this bottom part right here. It says uh, Kenneth Anger with sexologist Dr. Alfred Kinsey. Yeah. Sex. Yeah. I forgot what yeah. that was from. He's a pederast. It's... And he's a sadomasochist. He's not a sexologist. He's, I mean, everybody oh. follows his lead, but wow. this crazy Emmer Effer, he, he circumcised himself with a dull pocket knife. That's how crazy he is. And for people to follow him and to think he's so great and he's a scientist, they should look at how he died. He got orchitis from tying rope around his balls, throwing them over a pipe, and then jumping off a chair. And it destroyed his genitals so badly, he died. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, just, it's funny just want to say that, guys. No, it's funny that <clears throat> you say that because... Somebody had said something earlier, and it just made me think, like, I have to look to see if, like, the Kellogg's at all tied in with them or anything. Oh, so they, they were big under the circumcision. He, that, he, that guy, I forgot the actual, uh, Wilfred. He yeah, was crazy motherfucker, he too. He circumcised himself yeah. with no painkiller so he wouldn't have sex with his wife. <laughs> yeah. 
and then he adopted a million children like yeah like 40 dude. something kids Right. So, here's just, I, I think like, that no, I wait, think it's because he's here. a Gnostic. I think it's a Gnostic thing. Oh, they're I also eugenicists too. Yeah, well, that you're yeah, right. I mean, you really have to look to find someone as depraved and committed to depravity that that Kinsey was. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, even your average pedophile doesn't have that much stamina. No way. Seriously, Rockefeller I mean, found they struck gold when they when they oh, got yeah, this guy. Yeah. Like no wonder they put him on the top of the pile, right? But just one thing I'm gonna one last thing is sexologist, right? So one thing they changed the language because the word sex was you know what I mean they're sexual, right? But sex is maybe a slang word, but it wasn't really part of you know what I mean? It wasn't the act, it, it was the the gender. Sex. As the word all the time, right? right? And even, but sex is like a scientific, almost like a reduction, you know, to just an organism, a male, a body, uh, you know, a, a worm, <laughs> a, a chimpanzee. Right. But, but then you have this pseudoscientific sex, and the, but then it's all over the place. Let's talk about sex. sex. You know, it just becomes introduced. They change the language, change the way you perceive things. At the same time, you become like an animal. Just like Bill Nye wants to say that gender is a spectrum you know, like, and it just, that's just the new thing. Okay, guys, in the 90s, he said that there's only two genders, but now he's getting paid by different people, and he says it's a spectrum. And then he has some lady twerking on stage singing about how sex is junk, my sex junk, like, you know, which is only implying that, oh, why not cut it off if it's junk, right? You know, but whatever. I mean, that's just where it's going. It's like it's still cranking and it's still going further deeper, you know, down the, the pit of despair. Like, it, sorry. <laughs> that was good. It was well said. Thanks, man. man. Look at that info in this article here. It says that... Um, that, that, uh, that Crowley worked for, was a spy for Germany. No, he was MI6. You know, so that's, that's, but he says, Kinsey said he was the most prominent fraud who ever lived. Huh. So that seems a little bit odd. Why do you want his dad? <laughs> and it's his hero. Like he wants to be the a fraud just like him. Yeah, right. It goes backpedaling Kinsey's association with him. Mm. Very interesting. Is there anything else, Ramsey? Because I know you have cover that deeply and i don't know everything you sent me would you want to me to pull up if you have other stuff going you know i mean we can just see some of the stuff you can go through like uh sean mentioned anger was at the temple and you can see all the stuff that anger was pulling these are just excerpts from a book describing okay. kinsey at the abbey of philema some right. of these other ones it's all kind of it's weird like the timing and everything the cia was what formed. is this okay the book comes are... out Oh, Gittinger and these other characters, George Wider oh. studying sexuality too, like weird Operation Climax at the same time. Hmm. So there's a lot of strange kind of. I do have the uh, Kenneth Anger visiting the Abbey of Thelema. Would you like? Yeah, just go. Or? Let me see if I can. Go where, 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 would you I'm gonna pull that up. These, these are the uh, the graphs that hmm. Sean was talking Ooh. about. The yeah. tables. Here's. Yeah. Oh, this is Harry um, Hay. So Harry Hay's influenced by. Uh, Kinsey, he actually cites Kinsey all the time in his kind of promotion of homosexuality. Uh, yeah, the interesting symbolism here too, the uh, lightning bolt, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Mattachine Review. Mattachine Review okay. was a secret lightning society. Bolt. It was a gay, uh, homosexual secret society that promoted. Uh, it's a grateful dead lightning bolt. Right, similar. Yeah. And it's also similar so, to the, in, uh, uh, the Ninth Gate. When he's reading that evil book, there's like a lightning right. strike on the tree that breaks the branch off, like 
the satanic branch. They like, have the lightning going down the tree of the life. tree of knowledge. Right? That's right. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. So this is this is anger in front of a painting by Crowley. If you kind, of, it's hard to, to to see, but it's you see the letters ninety three, and then it says Ohama, which is uh, I think Will or Agape or something in the writing. So but that was is, that's him. That was after but this is he him younger the whitewash, right? Right. Yeah, you can see this is the earlier. See, these are all drawing. Crowley was not a great artist, but <laughs> these are a lot of the stuff. So do it thou wilt. That's anger. Well, was he probably in his? Was 20s. he ever a good artist? <laughs> no, I don't think he, ever was. he was a good. He was a real good junkie, though. <laughs> yeah, good junkie. Yeah. There's anger with Lucifer tattooed on his chest, uh, and these are kind of the ritual floor. So he actually right. uncovered like where Crowley would do his rituals and stuff like that. Right. Oh shit! You guys, you guys see this this show, 1899, right? Yes. Can you go back one slide. That's a great show, but look, that's a symbol of the show, right? Can you go back that one? You know the the, the triangle with that line. Hmm. You know what I mean? Hmm. No, no, I'll have to check it out. Eighteen ninety-nine. But this is a good. This is the the documentary by Chris Pinto that features anger in it and talks a lot about Hefner. And then a really good book is uh, Judith Reisman's Crime yeah. and Consequences. She's God bless her. She she just yeah, passed away last passed year. Away. So yeah. this is the fourth edition. So she's done a lot of work. Very credible academic. That was really it. I mean, there's not much else. And this is just the interesting sequence that Sean and I we did the whole show on. Rosemary's baby, and you see the sexual behavior of human female, human right. male. Right and next, the witch's book. Is, the witch's book goes right on top of it, right? Yeah, right. And it, I mean that's that's the that's the core that's the base that the witch is working is like. And Rosemary's baby was like teaching women like not to be breeders to like uh to not have baby and you know have some abortion and like what because you might give birth to an evil baby <laughs> like you know it scares women that are potential mothers and all so like and then the birth control was right you know in that same era too and yeah, I, books I just are wanna... very telling here yeah too right yes i, I can't sammy davis jr is yeah, yeah. a full-on satanist yeah overt satanist. yeah he told he uh he told uh eddie murphy that Satan is just as powerful as God, and Eddie Murphy was like, "Ha ha ha!" You know, <laughs> like telling listening a... <laughs> with the third eye is there, just a whole bunch of right. yeah. I was just looking that up, and I was like, "This uh, third is eye a, listening with the third ear. ear. It's yeah, third yeah, ear. Ear, yeah. Listening no, with the third so ear. Really but weird. no, you, that was a good guess, though. Yeah, no, I just looked that up, and I was like, "That is weird, though." The third ear. Yeah, and like the fact that that Polanski shows this shelf is very informative for the whole narrative of the movie, you know. Okay, and so yeah. being put on those two, the male and female, that is the 60s revolution. That is free love, you know. That is the whole, you know, kit and caboodle. Like, go fornicate in the mud in the pig pen of Grateful Dead show. You know, like, who cares about tomorrow? And divorce your husband. and You know, whatever. Just go... And because you're you have permission now, because this book tells you that oh, sixty percent of women, uh, you know, have extramarital affairs. So oh, I could be one of those, you know. And then oh, I guess I'll, you know, it's like suggestions to the whole everybody that has it on yes, their shelf. Yes, this is this so is... it's like the 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 camel's nose under the tent, where the just the whole rest of it just shovels through and. That's what I, I say that a lot, and I think that is a huge part of magic, and I think it is really running rampant now. Someone just has to come out with an idea, regardless if it truly exists or if it's even correct. You hand it out to the public, and then they unfortunately have free will to do with that, with you know whatever. 
mm-hmm. either I will emulate that because I think that's going to fix a problem of mine or make me cool or get me accepted, or I realize this is retarded. You know, <laughs> unfortunately, I think magicians understand that. You know, we just have to present you with an option. Right. right. That's what Rockefeller was doing. Rockefeller wants to destroy the family. Rockefeller wants total slaves. That's what this achieves. In the end, people don't even know their own gender, and they, you know, they just have to be told what to do. They're perfect cattle, and that's what that's what it's all about. Like Kinsey was working for them, and he was propagandized. Like his whole that that whole idea, they covered up that he's a, a pederast, you know, until the time was right for them to sh- start moving in the laws and like, you know, uh, it's. It's gears that are, it, you know, these gears of power, uh, it's human control. And, uh, you know. They spent a lot of money. I think they were giving them a half a million dollars in yeah. those, during those era, like early 50s. Right. Half a that's million dollars. Like, that's, like, yeah, that's carte blanche, right? You yeah. Um, he, was, he was the foundation, uh, the Rockefeller uh, the, a division of the Rockefeller Foundation, by 1954, the foundation had granted 1755000 in annual grants beginning in 1941. A considerable portion of these funds was supplied to Dr. Kinsey's studies, and one grant was made directly to Dr. Kinsey. And then, you know what's interesting, and maybe we can get into this as maybe a segue into it. Not that I want to get off the occult stuff, so I do definitely want to go back. But now he's getting all this money, and now if you're going to, like, prisons and mental hospitals, <laughs> to go and interview these people to get your research, are right. you even paying anybody? No, and it's all state. <laughs> it's state, like, you know, the, oh, the jails work with the state, and the state's like, we're going to well, do this now. Like, and But the way that he interviewed, he, like, it was, it like was there was, too, like, a, yes, he would say, <laughs> instead of asking, do you fuck goats? I'm sorry for the language. I'm sorry. No, it's, you know, uh, instead of saying, do you, uh, you know, copulate, are you, copulate with, with animals, he'll say, when was the first time you fornicated with an animal? And then that takes down the barrier of, like, it's taboo and I shouldn't mention that. And it, like, it, uh, you know, inspires more truthfulness or whatever from these crazy people that are locked away from society because they're so messed up mentally. Yeah, that could even cut off a person who's off, that even just cut off an option to that answer. Hmm. The whole idea of me saying no doesn't even exist. Right. If you're off, you could just be like, all right, I'm just going to run with this. Very important point, yes. (laughs) Dude, he was like one of the first pornographers, too. Like, he was collecting information from something like X. Nazi yeah. in Germany who was raping kids. I forgot oh, that whole story yeah. too. Like, that dude oh, had like didn't... some nickname. Yes. It was like the yeah, yeah just it really was sick. sick, evil stuff. Yeah, so. yeah. right. I, I would. What do you guys think? I would make an argument that this is like one of those scientific studies where you want the result, right? The company says, "Hey, we need a study that says our widgets don't kill hamsters or something," right? right. So yeah. you're gonna spin the study. Totally. It was they had. I, I I literally believe it's not that he just shows prisoners, people, sexual deviance, but to get the data set that you want, right? You you use these people to get these results, but you still want to get actual. You can't fake it that much, right? You got to have some kind of result or data collection 
and more pseudo rigorous the best, but you target a population, you know what I mean? Mm, like right. that's where, they're still doing that now with statistics on jabs, I think. The Kinsey, oh yeah, the jabs. You know, that. we'll say a certain amount. Oh, eighty percent of the population has it. Well, is that like the old people? What age bracket is that from? The older people who are afraid they're just gonna fucking die anyway. Of course, they went out and got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? How are you manipulating your numbers to get that? And I think you're right. That's what they did. They did whatever they could. That's to how get, science works. Right, to get right. to get they the had a answers. Preset outcome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All these, all the, the whole jab thing is preset outcome. Yeah. The right. science today is just a total fraud. Right. A lot of those papers, papers are stone cold fraud. Right. We know they wanted to steer it into eugenics. We know it's a culling of the population. And oh, look, looks, it looks like that's exactly what they did. We see all the steps. Absolutely. William talks about it on his series, and I'm very thankful to hear every episode. William, doing a good I have job. Another one coming out today after I'm done <laughs> this. I mean, it just, it's just ongoing. Like the mass know, murders are going. So it's right. Like, yeah. This, right. I mean, this, all like this is what has happened to our consciousness, right? Our awareness. Most of our human experience is subsumed in some type of media communication device, right? Whether or not we're looking at it all the time, it's still affecting us, right? There's a lot of studies on the like television. It puts you almost in a dream state that could even last for several days huh. okay, of that. So you're going and it, it, it almost, it almost shifts your reality. The television starts to seem more real than the world around you. Yeah, it's, that's it's, true. It means that you'll relate. What I'm saying is that that you're like, oh, I'm in a TV show. No, it's like you relate through that. You know right. what I mean? Like that lens. You're you're going to experience stuff like that. But but I mean, this was a coordinated, multi-front agenda to absolutely shift this entire culture, knowing full well where you, what there is nothing right. affirming about that, right? And also, what you're doing is this. Okay, now you've got. I'm one of my some dude I know, like he was in Africa, and you'd stay in someone's house, and they'd offer they'd offer you a woman to sleep with. You come hey, here's dinner. You want to take my daughter, take my cousin. But it was just culture, right? Wow. Okay, but that there's nomadic tribes. They do stuff like that, right? In, you know, out in the Arabic desert. But these are limited things. But that's also part of their society. The sexual. This whole thing is a foundation of the entire society, right? If you upend this. And not only what I'm saying is that there could be places that may have had all kinds of sexual practices, but when you take that away as a pillar and you say orgasm is the highest good you can achieve in life, everyone is having sex all the time, any kind of thing. Um, and then women are women are suppressed. And then you have Playboy, right, where it's promoting that. And it, 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 it changed everything. Right. But right. just like the Playboy Mansion, where every inch of that. It's like to show the prisoner, right? Every inch had a microphone. Right. Even back out in the garden. Yeah, Every it's like Epstein's house. Yeah, <laughs> right. So you right. were there. Those I operations mean, didn't start with Epstein. There's no question. Oh, yeah, there yeah. There was cameras everywhere. You know, right. And there's like hidden security guards and stuff. So the Playboy bunnies, which just... They were MK Ultra slaves, most yeah. of them. Well, yeah. But it was promoted as like a really cool thing to do. The first ones, anyway. It, I don't know. No, no, but, but even it was said, like, it's classy. You can get it in the movie. Right, but, like, right. They legitimized it. Hey, going to right. the Playboy Mansion, yeah. you're like amongst the elite and cool stuff and yeah. all that stuff. Right. Have you read the Crazy Days and Nights uh, reveal about Hefner's vault of, of porn and stuff like that? 
Yeah. yeah. It was really fascinating. Have... I'm pretty sure it was Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. supposedly like a huge leaker to that. And it's apparently he's the one who was let in to look at it. That's and funny. they like qualify like the value of the porn in there of the famous people, Marilyn Manson or whatever. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe was like they were calculated in the hundreds of millions of dollars that they tried to steal. And you know, oh, they yeah. the tunnels, right? The underground tunnels. Right. Yeah, the underground tunnels are real. It's totally right. Yeah, they're totally real. And, and that's revealed from the ex girlfriends are now right? talking on the interviews, right? And, and then, you know, they, and because this is directly from Kinsey, you know, Kinsey allowed Playboy even to be published, you know. There was obscenity laws, right? Playboy couldn't, you know what I mean? Kinsey, oh, right, because there was laws against yeah. pornography before Kinsey. Right. Yeah, but, but they also ran, um, there was a whole network of junior ranches, right? Jun like, you can't get into the A ranch. Right. Here's the CB, and you work your way up. <laughs> I didn't know that. These, Just these, like baseball. <laughs> these, were, <laughs> these were brothels. Oh, yeah. Because the girls were in prison there. Totally. The people were killed. Just like so, Hollywood. Suicide, but you go in there and you get trapped in one of these things. And then right. you're like, you know, but the TV's on all the time. And it's got this, like, superficial, you know, it's still like a super nice condo. It's not like out in the hood, you know. You know, like, you know, someone back in someone's van. Hey, you know. No, these were really nice, right? Decked out. You know, million dollar. Condo. Also, those also have cameras, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But this and they can use those for operations with politicians or different people that they want to blackmail, and uh, and then they can put the women under on, on uh, you know on drugs and get them hooked like with with many different things. I mean, and they were, had them on speed and sh like anyway. Sorry, it's all kinds of weird controls. They do all kinds of weird controls yeah. and threats. But the and uh, one of the one of those one of those ex girlfriends said that she walked in on Hugh Hefner. Uh, fornicating with her mm. dog wow that's crazy oh yeah no no he did. and he said dogs need love too he said no, no, that. no, no, he, he, this happened multiple times with yeah. so, several different because he would usually pick out well usually one a beta bunny and maybe two or three others he'd like to have group sex or make them have group sex but he usually pick out one right you know as his like main squeeze for some time right yeah. And there's many, several cases where they have a dog and, and they have to keep the dog away because he will rape the dog. Gross. Wow, I mean, that's so he, sick. I had no idea. And he also, his, his his manager, personal manager, they had a gay, they had a homosexual love affair. Yeah, his I heard entire that. Career. Um, no, I heard that he, the way that he would get ready for these orgies is put on uh, male, <laughs> on male porn. So like he's having sex with women. It was happening during I, on the background. Like, yeah, I heard it was happening at the same time. The poor yeah. women had to be there in the middle like, of it. Watching while like males, males doing their thing. Ugh. Yeah, it's really crazy. Uh, but, but they, the women were taken through a level of degradation. And so, right. Yeah, yeah, it's a humiliation ritual too. It's like soul cracking. I think it has yeah. similarities. Right. And they were filmed. Yeah. I mean, really, really, people right. were like permanently damaged or killed themselves right after. Yeah. But uh, you know anything about the occult connection to you, Hefner? I've been trying to really nail that down, and right. I cannot find much on that. Like it's you know, and maybe there isn't. But to me, it seems completely cruel, right? Yeah. And yeah. It is. Well, I mean, if it's completely Kinsey, and Kinsey is completely Crowley, then you know, it's just yeah, completely Crowley by way yeah. of Kinsey. It's just Kinsey the same and line. Have the same outlook. Yeah. It's the same line of thinking. Yeah. yeah I mean, in my understanding, I've talked to somebody and they say that, I mean, in my group, Kinsey is discredited as a lunatic and <laughs> fake scientist. But this, this reports 
apparently still have credibility in, in a lot of academic circles. The Kinsey Institute is still going. It, yeah. no, it is. This they're is, still taking. They're still taking uh, uh, from pedophiles. Are still sending in their information. Wow, that's crazy. So and they still won't tell the authorities who they are. They're keeping all that under wraps. It's a crime. Like it's a crime. You know. Well, no, this is still going on. Sorry to interrupt because I'll forget. Please, that. no, I'm done. So, <laughs> I've been I've been following <laughs> Sean's advice for everything in my life. And so it's, it's my Blame brain. it on Sean. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, no, I forgot. No, it's really very important. What were we just talking about? I was talking about how uh, the uh, damn. Well, it, we were how talking still about getting like info from like pedophiles and then yeah, there's still it's yeah, still happening still now, running, yeah. and there's still the Kinsey yeah, yeah. place is still going on, and there's still the same people who were giving for years and years are still giving information and they're still timing with a stopwatch the institute the kinsey uh whatever institute trained pedophiles how to rape the children and watch the stopwatch there were lessons there's you know what here's what i wanted to, to say that so this if you want to look at a long term the power of this project is that the kinsey report um, has be, became canonical, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, like for, you know, like, um, it's okay, maybe say like the Federal Reserve or like something that people believe in. And yeah. it's, but something that's very important. Like it's a like, foundational like, piece it's of, a, it's, a, it's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's like a marble column or something. And <laughs> right. you see in it, in it, but it, re, Basically, people just know the clean, right? They know all oh, the Kinsey report, this, that. It's just accepted, but it's it's like it's. Pretty- they don't even look at Table Thirty Four. You know, no, we no, should look at that. You know, it, it's taken out. You can't discourse it, right? It's it's unassailable. Right. There's very few things that have that kind of status, right? Yeah, but and, that's and, the kind of stuff. Like that's the stuff. That's the third rail. Once you recognize, wait a minute, I can't talk about that. Then you recognize, oh, that's you know the dark occult satanists working like you can't mess with that like you know they they removed our, uh our episode on the first black pill digest from spotify because of what we were talking about you know we were saying that the jab's a poison and it's killing people and poof it's gone they just take it away you know and like so i reposted it and it's got more listens now but i'm just saying like they uh you know once you recognize oh that's a third rail like that is the working and you can be like, oh, there, zero it in, you know, and they couldn't, you you can't, uh, like, I mean, Judith Reisman was, has been fighting, she's been fighting a big fight, and like, she's, she's uh, started a anti-Kinsey, you know, since the 80s or whatever, she's been writing books, and so at least that, like, uh, she was describing how uh, it was, Ch- Kinsey was brought to China, it's brought to all over different countries, and you go all over Europe and the everywhere in the West and even China, Kinsey is foundational to their to their culture of sex. And Chinese people contacted Judith Reisman, and they were like, "Can we please publish your book in Chinese too? We need another part. We need an, uh, another side because everybody's on Kinsey's side. You know, they needed her like input and." She's like, of course, you know, putting help, you know, helping the world. And um, it's just, it's foundational everywhere, 
you know, and, uh, and nobody's fighting against it. It's all, you know, except for those of us that have morals and care about it, you know. Well, well, you think about it, though, this is supposed to be a study, right? So how, think of any other example of anything where a particular study changed the entire behavioral modes of an entire society. It's supposed to be examining something. It's actually programming, right? This supposed, it's a research project. Let's do a survey of my neighbors. How many people voted for Trump? Now I do that. That's all. This is data gathering, right? right. It's not really, um, but it's all. But they were paying the pedophiles. Well, this is also, to me, it looks like a, it looks like a manual used for like, you know, creating MPD, you know, trauma, trauma-based. Right. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. seriously, for the God, I mean, it looks like this is, this would be the kind of data, right? Right. And it's even set up like this is, you know, these are the stats you need for your carburetor. Like, you know, it's just like, look at how much. It looks like 777. Yeah, or like 777. Pre-linguistic, right? Infant-level mind, uh, you know, creating components, you know, MPDs in the mind. Yeah, like it's tough to look at the table and recognize what it really is. You know, you can just read it. Oh, this, this was, you know... Take it, you know, observations timed with secondhand and stopwatch age ranges from five months. Like, oh, okay. And like, they've already been reading through this book and like, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So this proves that they're sexual since birth. Okay. And people assume what an orgasm, oh, what I think of as orgasm must be what orgasm he's talking about. But, um, but just to validate your kind of view on the the use of sex and how the human is just kind of some automaton, look at this underlined sentence here. It says, these data on the sexual activities of younger males provide an important substantiation of the Freudian view of sexuality as a component that is present in the present in the human animal Animal. from earliest infancy. So you're just an animal. Right. Darwinian Freudianism, all that. Freud was pushed by the same people too. You know, yes. Rockefeller's yeah. just taken up the, the 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 same. They're helping the same push. Like, Do they ever like? Does so anything... they like abused an eleven-month-old child for one hour. That's what they said. They abused Age a four-year-old one hour. for a four-year-old for, for 24, twenty-four hours straight. How does that kid sleep? So How does he eat? Is he tied down? And. Please let me just say what an orgasm is. He says that uh, Kinsey's definition of orgasm is a gradual and sometimes prolonged buildup to orgasm, which involves still more violent convulsions of the whole body, heavy breathing, groaning, sobbing, more uh, or more violent crimes, sometimes with an abundance of tears, in parentheses, especially among younger children. And he goes on to say, the males in the present group, meaning pre-adolescent boys, become similarly hypersensitive before the arrival of actual orgasm, will fight away from the partner, and may make violent attempts to avoid climax, although they derive definite pleasure from the situation. That's wow. his. So just that's what he says. It, like being tortured and all that stuff. Like, there's a thing here, a four-year-old for 24 hours is subjected to 26, quote, acts, unquote. Yeah. Of what I just described, 26 times he was crying and trying to get away from the oh, rapist. Oh, he's, he's in the sexual, yeah. And where do they uh, get these whatever. children they test on? Uh, 
So they yeah. they were they invited pedophiles to send in their sexual histories, and they told them they tr they trained them to use a stopwatch. And there's a woman uh, who calls herself Esther, who was in uh, a documentary called Kinsey's Pedophiles, which was never allowed to be shown in the U.S., but you can find it on YouTube. And um, uh, she describes being raped as a child. She saw a payment check to her father. She described how her father was excited to be a part of this scientific research and like so happy to be helping and uh so there are they i don't know how they advertised but they uh, they acquired many pedophiles and incestuous situations and then pomroy the one of the co-writers uh described later how uh they discovered many loving sexual partnerships between father and daughter like I mean, it's so good that we did this because now we found all this love, you know. It's really sick. And Gephardt, this other guy that worked with him, uh, described how they knew that they were breaking the law and that they wouldn't. And they even covered the information, didn't tell the authorities, and the authorities wanted to know about a sexual murderer, like this dude that did deviant sex and murdered and they had information about that guy, and they still didn't give up the information. And Gephardt was like, yeah, we know that's kind of borderline. <laughs> In the interview, it was sick. So, I mean, if that's borderline, look at the table here. I mean, so this is a description of sadomasochistic abuse of children. And the only person who could think that is a sadomasochistic pederast. And... So that is what Kinsey is. Like you can, it's evident in black and white. And he circumcised himself with a pocket knife. And he died because of abuse to his own genitalia. I mean, it's like, it's, wow. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I mean, I'm pretty black pill some days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you're just saying what happened. I mean, it's, it's not legit. Like you're anything it, up. It's the real. It's the real. But it's right there, right? In front exactly. of you on the page. Right. Why is it still, why does this maintain legal, educational, actual code, right? right? Not just abstract ideas, not just people being offended, but actually, you know, code, right. legal code, yeah. um, including sex education, especially, yeah. you know what I mean? From everything, right? And then this is what's in it. Yeah. You know? Human animal just so, says so much. I mean, just called people an animal. You're just an animal. It's right. total Darwinian. And he's a zoologist. He's not a like psychologist right? or yeah. whatever. He's a doctor of zoology, and he would go in the woods and jerk off with little boys since he was seventeen. You know, what I mean, with sexologists, I think they just made that up for Kinsey, right? There was no, or no, that, that yeah, that's a made up term. But he's really a zoologist, like he's an animal expert. He would show uh, videos of porcupines fornicating in front of like high school, like not no adolescent, pre adolescent children, and they're like. Uh, like offended at looking at the screen and he'd be like yeah you know you see his face he's all like giddy looking at the porcupines like doing it i mean he's like he was probably groomed for this role don't you think oh like, yeah that, that like, they wouldn't sense. have given him money if he was like going to come up with a different conclusion right yeah you're probably we'll give right. you all this money and then you tell everybody you're an animal <laughs> everything Crowley believed in is really scientifically accurate. i wonder if he's from a satanic family i guess i never really looked at his family 
Yeah, I was just wondering. You know, maybe he was like SRA abused or whatever. Yeah, I was just I was just thinking though. He could have been MK Ultra himself. Right. Because like, I mean, uh, you know, they're like I've read books from MK Ultra abuse survivors who talk about like, you know, they they would electrocute the genitalia of the little kid. Like her brother would then like start wrapping his his uh, genitalia in like copper wire and putting it in the light socket. Because, like, they're trained to, like, it's, like, because it messes up their wiring, you know? So, like, uh, pleasure is pain, and, like, it's really weird and sick. But, I mean, that probably makes sense. It would make sense. <laughs> and it, I wouldn't be surprised if some of this, some of his so-called, quote, research, unquote, bled over to the studies that were taking place after World War II, right? Look at the yeah, language here, the state. Right. So he knows that they're in kind of a different state, right? He know, He's talking about psychological you know outlook of, of the people he's torturing right right I mean, it says just on this page what 180 of uh sexual behavior of the human male it's right there yeah yeah you see even like with the if you start thinking about germany being an influencer involved that like even makes me think you know, back to occultism in itself you know yeah, I think Germany and Italy right. are actually very huge occult countries in a sense. Right. Yeah. Nazism and, is occultism. All those yes, guys that's were in all why, kinds yeah. of weird. I was gonna try to get into all that, was, but yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you, William. I think it, I think it's an, almost an occult order in itself. There's a magician somewhere in the right. in, in the Nazis. Yeah, but most if it's not just, if it's not Hitler himself. Yeah, yeah. It's not Hitler himself. I've mentioned in Children of the Beast the book that he underlined, like part of his library that was mm. preserved. He had this book by Shirtle, which was like almost like magic and theory and practice. I think it was called Magic Theory and Behavior, something like that. Where he's like underlining all these occult items, you know, like the man on fire with his secret knowledge and all this kind of stuff. Like that's what Hitler was reading and all that stuff from like mm. uh, esoteric Germanism. He was into this pamphlet right. called Ostara, you know, that was uh, kind of German mythology and stuff like that. Right. So, mm. All that stuff. No, that's as redolent all through the Nazis. The Nazis were not a Christian party. They were trying to outlaw Christianity. Yeah, and, and, yeah it's connected to right. certain, like... Um, Christians were next. Right. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the whole order, they have a, they have a different type of... They have a, also a Kabbalah, but a different version of it. So there's a whole... It's a whole cosmos. I mean, it's very intricate. It, it's not just... Right. Um, small thing it's like a whole you know cosmology right well aryans come from shambhala and all that yeah (laughs) i think it combines a bunch of different things yeah it's uh (laughs) it's blavatsky right with oh yeah (laughs) it started blavatsky and then the fool society and then it went on but then you get like aquino goes and does rituals and the you know in the Nazi castle. Babelsburg. Yeah, uh, that one. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that I, I did even mention the Kellogg's and just wondering if somehow maybe they're, like, you know, associated in some weird way. I even bet. them, the niece of the Kellogg's was uh, the wife of, like, of the dude who started the whole Urantia book, huh. which oh, started wow. a cult. Oh, wow. That, that's oh. a... I mean, so, people, I mean, like... Dude, Urantia, that all, that's all over the rainbow yeah. People still, they will not lose belief in that book. Yeah, they won't. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah, Sleepy Time Tea was started, and they don't uh, deny it. That <laughs> celestial Sleepy Time Tea—that's Urantia people. Oh, is huh. it really? Yes. Hmm. They don't deny that at all. 
This so is it's a, very this. weird, you know, some very well-known Kellogg Sleepy Time. Well, that's, wow. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, this is one other of the slides. This is just a connection between the founder of the gay rights movement, Harry Hay, and Kinsey through Wardell Pomeroy, who's also on, you know, wrote the kin stuff about Kinsey. Right. He was a co-writer of the Human Male book. Right. So yeah. this is Harry Hay. And this is his quote. This is from Children of the Beast. In the spring of 1948, a man named Alfred Kinsey brought out a, a book about the sexuality of the American male. It becomes an overnight absolute bestseller throughout the country. Chapter 5 had to do with gays and lesbians. It was a shocker for us because we had assumed that we were a few hundred in every city. Turned out we were thousands in every city that even he knew about. So kind of validated like the whole homosexual thing, and they used that. So he that's Harry Hay referencing Kinsey. So that kind of springboarded. Um, hey, into you know being more popular, but this is interesting too. This is Harry Hay at an OTO meeting in Los Angeles. Says uh, sometimes the kids from the Filth and Famine League, one of Hay's early social groups, would go hear Harry play Filth the organ for the Los Angeles Lodge of the Order of the Eastern Temple or OTO. So, and there, there's like he knew this girl called Regina Call, right? who was the high priestess of the OTO, she hired Harry to play organ at services. In keeping with the times, no one was openly gay, but the lodge was run by a frail man named Wilford, Wilford Smith, who often performed exorcisms on attractive young men, Call, whom Harry described as the biggest les you ever saw, and two older women were known as the Wolf Sisters were priestesses. The Wolf Sisters, one of them was at Crowley's Abbey of Thelema. There's like a picture of her. Mm. So wow. Harry is directly in contact the people who knew Crowley. So Regina Call and Wilfred Smith, right? He mentions those two people by name. Check out this uh, picture. Let me just pull it up. Well, I wonder if it's close to the agape. Too, you know? What's that? Go ahead, like, go ahead, West Coast Coast stuff Like OTO, I mean, Jack Parsons, all that. That, that links that in. Sex magic links that also in. I was just I was right. just literally right. googling to see like how far the Agape Lodge was. To this one. and well, let me let me plus plus Crowley said that every sexual act should be shown to children. Children, like, right? Oh, well, pretty much any horrible act possible should be shown. Jesus. Hey Nick, can you can you pop up that picture? <laughs> yes, um, I got it. For you. <laughs> any horrible act. So, oh, this is you can see Parsons. <laughs> this is the OTO Lodge, right? Right. So that's Parsons on the far right. Regina Call is this one woman in the center, and Wilford Smith is on the left. So Harry Hay knows these people, and the Wolf Sisters. I can pull her up too, but you can see that's the setup for the Gnostic mask. You can mask. You can see the seven candles on each side, or whatever it is. You can see the Stella of Revealing behind mm -hmm. there. And there's probably a book of the law on the. Whole yeah, that thing. is exactly where the priest puts the priest up up on there, then closes the curtains. That is exactly what's used. In the right, so you can place Harry Hay there. So you see a uh, connection between Kinsey to Hay to Crowley. Let me pull up the Wolf Sisters. Let me see. Um, let's find this wolf. And they had their black and white floor. So this like is the floor uh, of the House of Freemasons. This is Jane Wolf or whatever her name is. This is the one that's mentioned by. Uh, Historians of Harry Hay, she was, and this is at the Temple of Philema, and this is Crowley Scarlet Woman at the time. Her name is Leah Hersey. But it's just, and they called her, her magical name was Alostrael. But yeah, it's wild. So 
This is that was, wait, did Wolf. you say that was Jane Wolf? Yeah, Jane Wolf. You know, she also started a. Uh, she was also associated with the Astro Magentum. Really? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Mm. If you were to Google Jane Wolf Astro Magentum right now, the first thing to pop up is that. <laughs> Jane Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Astro Magentum. Yeah. Oh, you might have to go to like there's, articles. There it is. It just there's this like yeah. website. <laughs> she was kind of a minor uh, silent film actress. Yeah. Nobody really knows her today, but well, in film, <laughs> right there was a, with the beginning of cinema, some of the earliest filmmakers were massive, very high level occultists. Right. Right. Edward Mybridge. Um, there's a there's a film called the. Um, it's I think what it said, Invocation of the Demon or something made in like 1899. Every time it's or Night of the Demon, not it's a silent film. Every time it's been shown, there's been massive riots. People literally have gone insane and destroyed theaters. You know, people have been killed. They they they, they showed it after like you know 80 years a print was discovered. They showed it in Paris at some you know high five film place. They started attacking each other. Right inside. What I'm saying is this photography, the film, especially that early film, very, 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 it was looked as an occult magical thing. Right. Even the television was developed in order to, for astral communication, to, right. to communicate through the astral body or communicate across, you know, for ghosts or whatever. Right. And the guy that developed the, the, the early, you know, television, that's what it came from. So, uh, they first projected the Iron Cross. That was the first image they put. Was the Iron Cross, the Nazi cross, you know, the or the Maltese cross, I mm -hmm. guess. Yeah. Then that's the Templar shit. <laughs> Which is like, you know, what is on the crown of the the king of England now, I guess. And like it's also and that relates to the to the Roman Catholic Church, you know. They were running the Templars, you know. <laughs> it's some it's deep. I mean it goes way up there at the top. But anyway. Yeah, so this, like, and to create beasts out of people, that's Crowley's idea, you know? And that's what, you know, Kinsey wrote it right there in the book, the, the human uh, animal, right? And it's if they can very take away our higher mind and just have us work on our base instincts, then we're just going to be animals, and animals are easy to manage. Yeah. You can tag their ear, you can chop their junk, you can... You put them in the abattoir, chop them up, you know, like drain their blood. But <laughs> sorry, pretty black pill. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, I was even saying it just it, this also does very much make me think of uh, like very Frankist, like you know, where it's like you have to oh yeah degrade Sabbatean like, yeah Sabbatean Frankist. It's like right you know it'll just make humanity so horrible that it will just usher in the end. Right. Yeah. But it's reason. almost like that Gnostic idea, like they hate creation and they want to destroy it, like they want to tear down the pillars by like doing all the all the worst things in, in like an affront to God, like they they hate the demiurge that created this prison that we're in, you know, like some of the Gnostics have this like anti material world type of idea, like this is a prison and they wanna you know, they they vow to not have children. That's like what the what the Templars did. They like vowed to not. That's what. That's why Kellogg chopped his own. You know, like because he didn't want to bring any more souls into this prison. 
because it's like a Gnostic idea, like thing. Right. It goes back. And um, I think so a lot of ceremonial sacrifices on pyramids was that too. Actually, people had yeah. that mindset. They were right. doing it. Right. Well, and, you know, they were happy to get freed from this place, you know, to go up to the top and get chopped up or whatever. Yeah. And those Aztecs would eat all those people. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. well, I mean, I think, uh, what was it? Diaz, who went along with Hernan Cortez in the conquest of uh, New Spain, they called it back then Mexico now. He said that he witnessed like stews with babies in them. Like they would eat right. babies. The Aztecs were savage, man. Yeah. And a lot of like, uh, priest uh, homosexual stuff that yeah. Hernan Cortez was like, you guys got to stop all this st stuff. He was actually <laughs> right. kind of strange, kind of moralist while he was chopping everybody's heads off right. and killing everybody. He had like this, he was, uh, you know. But I mean, how else do you fight that, really? You know, like, if you can't make them change their minds to stop boiling babies, then okay, we got to kill you, you know. He really did change the entire culture. A lot of those right. new churches are on old you know, pyramids and things like that. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, St. Peter's Basilica is on top of, uh, you know, um, the Cybele's temple right there in Rome. You know, it's like, it's, it's, they always do that. They, it's like, I own this. No, like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like total domination of it. You know, like it's like consumption. It's almost like uh, cannibalism of the old religion into the new, you know. William, was there any yeah. of the videos that you, did you want to pull up any of those? Well, if you want to do one of those two, I mean, you can yeah. just hear uh, Anger talking about his time with Kinsey at. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, yeah. Tell it up right now. Yeah, I don't know if I, I said it before the recording or not, but uh, he was he acted in Kinsey's pornography. Uh, like he wasn't just his friend, and they go to the to the Abbey together. Like uh, they know each other because. Kenneth Anger was a porno was an actor in porno films for Kinsey because Kinsey is such a deviant weirdo that he made his own pornos with the people that worked for him. He like made them do porno and like he had, you know, like I said, even the janitor had to give information. It was like, it's a really a weird domination that he had over the people under him with this whole sex thing. And then once you tell him you're, uh, like your deepest whatever secrets of sex, then he can use that against you and make you comply with what he says. You know, it's like a weird dominant alpha thing that he does, but it probably related to his abuse as a child, I guess. Yeah, talk about a difficult work environment, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. The boss is making me go upstairs and <laughs> copulate with some other rando. Yeah. Yeah. Anger was making movies in 1942. He wow. was directing movies as early as 1942. So he was yeah. not just, you know, he was... And the Rockefeller money started in 41. <laughs> so convenient. He was in films. He was a child actor, so he was always around. Oh, yeah. So he was probably... It was already just normal. He still is, actually. They they dragged him out. Gross. Yeah. He's in with the... Oh, God. Some of the other... <laughs> Tim Burton. There's pictures of him with Tim Burton. So this was the video you wanted, right, William? I think so. see that? Okay. Let's see if this works. I, I couldn't share the video file the normal way, so I'll have to see if this works. Can you hear that? I can. Okay. Yeah, so that's kind of the hill overlooking Chuffalo. That's anger. 
This isn't the one that he won, but there's another one, another video of him talking about his time. At the, I've got that if you want to find it. One. Yeah, that's uh, here. I'll pull up the other. I one. sent you two bits, so this yeah, is. Yeah, oh, okay, you've already got it. All right. Yeah, I'll throw it up now. Sorry about okay. that. No, you're good, bro. Here we go. Let's see. Hopefully, this one uh, I can share it. If not, I'll have to open it up again and do it the other way. But I'll get it. Uh, video file. Here we go. Yeah, oh, Playboy, Playboy, and yeah, sexual so behavior in the human story. female sorry. came out in '53. I'm sorry, no, but ahead. I just want I just saw oh, in my notes ahead. that Playboy and sexual behavior in the human female both came out in '53. Mm. That was a joint push at the same time. So, like, the book gives them permission to do so, and then this other, the, then this magazine gives them something to emulate. And then their husband goes and jerks off to the magazine instead of laying with them, you know, and like it's so it makes this thing that turns them into this other. Anyway, go point. ahead. I'm sorry about no, that. No, it's okay. No, it was a very good point. And so that was a thrilling experience. And while I was doing it, the famous sexologist, um, Dr. Alfred C. Kinsey, came to visit me because he wanted to see these paintings. So there's a photograph of me with Dr. Kinsey in the house, which uh, Crowley uh, called uh, the Abbey of Felina. <laughs> That's a self-portrait of Crowley. painting is self-portrait, so silly. Very early on, started to do Thomas Curtis Harrington, uh, with whom you started Creative Film Associates, um, went down to Sicily in 1955, and you actually visited um, the, the Telema Abbey, or you made also this documentary, which is unfortunately lost. Another of all these films that, especially as Daniel pointed out yesterday already, we'd all right be so interested in seeing. Um, but this place was in the 20s, a kind of occult uh, commune. Well, it was just a farmhouse <laughs> that he did not own. He just leased it in 1920. And uh, Crowley, it was the first commune of people living together who were artists and maybe they were having sex parties too. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> but of course they were, since they made a religion of, of uh, eros, so it's frivolous to call them parties. But basically, that's what it was. It was like putting a religious aura over sex, as sex is a kind of magical uh, communion, which, with good sex, is what it is. <laughs> All right. So, you should uh, see the paintings. It's like <laughs> dungeons of demons. You know, good sex. Like it's like. Early was, um, <laughs> had many enemies, and he was um, kicked out of, uh, in 1923, of Sicily, of Cefalu, which is a, a few miles from Palermo, um, because he was English, and also they thought he was doing black magic, which did not make it, uh, Mussolini too happy. And so Mussolini said, get rid of that um, crazy, evil Englishman. 
And so he was given his uh, walking papers, and he had painted all of the walls of a leased house, which isn't a good idea because he never owned the house. This was like, so oh, wonderful oil paintings of, uh, like his bedroom is called La Chambre de Cauchemar, the room of nightmares. And the whole idea <laughs> of the paintings was to show what nightmares were like. Sounds like you'd have and some good sex in that room, right? Bed, Scary. He had all these demons looking over the edge of the bed at what was going on in the bed. That's in front of the Russian embassy house, in, but, um, uh, close to the Hate in San Francisco. Okay, that's where they lived together, Bruce and The dead, I think, were in that house. I thought they had seen pictures of the, the dead on those steps. All covered with whitewash. So I spent in 1955 a whole summer, very carefully scraping off the whitewash and using diluted acid to to soften it up and then remove it. But under it were these beautiful. Um, uh, oil paintings by Crowley and so that was a thrilling experience and while I was doing it the famous sexologist um, Dr. Alfred C. Kinsey came to visit me because he wanted to see these paintings so there's a photograph of me with Dr. Kinsey in the house which uh, Crowley uh, called uh, the Abbey of Thelema, Thelema which means the will uh, which was after Rabelais. He adored Rabelais. So. And in closing, let's just consider whether the influence continues, the unprecedented influence that the Kinsey Institute has on the policy and standards of sex education, uh, criminal punishment uh, in the United States and around the world and uh, that Kinsey was directly influenced and had a tremendous affinity for Crowley uh, while a friendship with Satanist Kenneth Anger for whom the Kinsey Institute to this day still operates an exhibit uh, in honor of Kenneth Anger. And we should not be surprised to see some of the usual players involved in that the Rockefeller Foundation uh, was heavily involved in the foundation of the Kinsey Institute and we see the shared coincidental affinity for Lucifer among the Rockefeller presence right. as well as yeah. you know, Prometheus, Prometheus yeah. mm -hmm. featured <coughs> at Rockefeller Center ice rink uh, right under the Christmas equivalent tree right. to Lucifer in that which is, a, which is to Attis the Christmas tree is for Attis from the gods Cybell cult, whatever, uh, and you know, angered the uh, the gods, as it were, which essentially is the foundational concept behind Lucifer, making Prometheus and Lucifer uh, very much uh, symbolic equivalents. It's just that you can't put a statue of Lucifer in the middle of a national institution <laughs> without getting a little bit of flack over it. So. They'll use Prometheus instead, and uh, most people will be none the wiser. Uh, yeah, they feature that uh, statue in so many films, too. It's in the background. Which is great. It's anchoring for Lucifer. results manifest in the complete depravity being <laughs> passed off as curriculum to our children. Right. 
I've got a clip where uh, Judith Reisman is describing how the laws kind of broke down. Uh, here, let me see if I can find. It. Mm -hmm. hey, can I just do that slideshow I have real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Here we go. So this is just um, these are basically some of the ways, like a cold influence, like children's children stuff. I'll just go through them. You know, I mean, I'll, so this is like for kids, right? How to make magic, a kid's book. Look at that different symbolism. I'll go through. I just got a bunch of this stuff like that. So like how to make, you know, how to make a, a magic wand, um, how to make magic. So these are all like books for kids on how to, you know, do even occult magic, bend things, spells and charms, abracadabra, right? So we have the abracadabra. Hmm. Um, then we have like the garbage pail kids. So these, these, I guess familiar with those. That's about the time they started having all this porn show up. Porn dumps at places where kids, you know, from, I've had people all over the country uh, confirm this is from about ages of 12 to about or 12 13 you know you go like ride your dirt bike or whatever or just by dumpsters brand stacks right. of hundreds of porno magazines i know one girl like her brother used to make his income by just they put all these in the dumpster they put just you know stacks hundreds of porn mags he put them out of the dumpster he'd sell them he's making a okay. hundred dollars but those are all over again garbage bell kids so these are frying brain but but this is um this is basically like the, the gender you know identity you see that getting a little sex change okay. uh, i just have some random stuff in here <laughs> but these are all from mass culture right or something the joker is a big part of the new stink. culture. so in sync right that's this is also promoting basically you're creating the, the puppet right you're creating that i mentioned how the television becomes more real you know what i mean the lister almost becomes like this too right look at this imagery mm. right in sync you know it, it doesn't show you know um so it's very common like some of this stuff um and these are just of course the satanic imagery now say quoting type of stuff that's now all over the place in main you know just mainstream videos you know um the guy, you know, there it's all over, right? And so there's also this the Aztec human sacrifice stuff, right? Too some of this stuff you can trace it back a bit to the Incan type of, uh, closing and religion and stuff like that. So and then cyborg transhumanism, <laughs> uh, but this is, you know, this is where we've arrived at. Um, is from flesh. That's a good movie, actually. LSD, flesh in the dome. <laughs> But the acid eaters, but these are like films that, you know, you're promoting something, right? They're coming out in films, just saying, you know what I mean? If it's that underground, there wouldn't be films. It wouldn't be in Life magazine. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and then. Um, Even if you're trying to sometimes put stuff in a bad light, just making people know it's there. Yeah. You know, acid's yeah. available now. Ooh. They're saying it's <laughs> like, you, know, gonna, you know what I'm saying? It's just oh, yeah. stuff like that, you know? It, it, this is called microscopic liquid subway to oblivion. What's that? Right? <laughs> promoting. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, uh, anyways, so that, but, but, um, so this, okay, that's enough. That, but, so that's just, an, uh, there's a lot of other stuff, but that's true. This way, this stuff is permeated, right? So this magical working, if you start looking around you, right, you'll see it in many different places right you wouldn't even expect it you know you talk about sigil magic and corporate logos etc cetera, etc cetera. um but 
I would just say that I, I think Kinsey and stuff is not so much like the, the Zabatian or Frankis thing of it's more like you're feeding, you're degrading the culture, you're feeding off of them, you're destroying mm-hmm. it, you're extracting the energy. And that even happens in a lot of these, some of these occult orders, right? Even there will be actual some type of chakra or some kind of awakening energetic stuff, right? But you go through the initiations, basically you end up becoming a, a living battery, right? <laughs> Because they have, you know, sometimes, you know, astral entities or humans that are able to not physically come, you know, but to get to that stage, you have to keep breaking down parts of yourself, right? You know, almost the, as you get higher up, you also are either crossing more thresholds. Um, But the whole country, everything like those videos or whatever clips, it's like that's an initiation, even if you don't want to be initiated, right? It's like the Crowleyan theater as as uh you know the beetle right? the beetle yeah as a you know theater show or, or band as as working and, and um so that's great yeah i think it's uh i think when you know like like what i think you're trying to get at also hans is that like you'll have just like 10 little subtle ways of trying to push an idea you know all, all over the place and you don't realize it until all like kind of coagulates together and you're like oh okay you know, you had this over here that was all a little acceptable over here, and that age group a little acceptable over here. You have all these little things that you drop, and eventually it just gets you where you want people to go. Yeah. Yeah. Stepwise progression. Yeah. Yeah. Problem, reaction, solution. Yeah. <laughs> but just in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also, you know, you know like even like say the Rosemary Baby, Rosemary's Baby thing, or. Even like say Playboy, where they have the the, the pedophilia cartoons that ran in Playboy, promoting. I think Reisman talked about too how Playboy is actually promoting pedophilia, subtly but blatantly. Also, right once you can see it, that's like on a subliminal level, kind of right. It's there, but it's in the background. So you, you know what I mean. So all this stuff is taken in. It creates this almost invisible subconscious, you know, subliminal, you know, cord, right? You know, like these little cords that are attaching to you. You know what I mean? And like a sucker goes into your head, right? Because these symbols get embedded. And some of them get embedded very early in childhood, right? That's it. But the, well, did you say more about uh, Kenneth Anger? Because I think he's uh, just his whole career and some of his different connections. It's a long one, still alive. I mean, he lived with Bobby Bouzelet in San Francisco, kind of skipped town. And uh, after the whole Manson thing, went to, went to Europe. Uh, was associated with, uh, did a really did a kind of, I think Lucifer Rising was with Jimmy Page, associated with people in the Rolling Stones, and made tons of movies. I think Lucifer Rising was uh, probably his most influential that featured like a guy, Donald Camel, who literally sat on Crowley's knee. So Donald Camel's playing Horace in Lucifer Rising. Oh, so he wow. has some very interesting connections, yeah. There's kind of a, pic, a famous picture of anger in Europe with Camel, Yodorowsky, and Dennis Hopper. So these guys are all kind of occultists. Hopper was actually in a movie with Parsons' girlfriend. Uh, mm. Her name is Marjorie Cameron. Yeah, it's called Night Tide. You can look up Night Tide. There's actually a uh, there's actually a video where uh, anger is with Curtis Harrington talking about Night Tide. So Marjorie can't. There's a scene you can actually pull it up on YouTube. Scene of Dennis Hopper with Marjorie Cameron, I Cameron, think, who's Parsons' Scarlet Woman, right? 
Dennis Hopper directed films too, didn't he? he did Easy like Rider, dude. The Trip. Oh, he, he did Easy Rider. Yeah, that's huge. He's a apoc- um, he was was an apocalypse anger. now. Yeah, right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. That's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre is. I actually watched that movie. I've avoided. I never watched it before. I avoided it. It's amazing, dude. Yeah. It's trippy and it's creepy, man. Yeah. That house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's an intense movie. He made another movie before that, that same director. But he, you know, you're t- talking about sort of some of the occult mind control stuff in the in the sixties culture. That movie's very hard to find, like, you know, with the LSD. So but uh, uh, that but anger, right? I mean, how did he cut across like so many things? Nothing earned money though, right? His art films didn't earn money. His, you know, how did he, he actually make- got he got financing for his art films? There was like a scandal whether he absconded with the funds for Lucifer Rising, um, but he he got like the American Academy of the Arts would finance his stuff, so he'd get money from, you know, the state to make his films. Was it Fireworks? Um, he knew Jane Wolfe, who we talked about earlier. He lived with her, so and Marjorie Marjorie Cameron as well. I mean, it's it's. Uh, Here's what he said. I'm a warlock. I follow the beliefs of Aleister Crowley. That's a direct quote, quote of anger. Wow. But, uh, yeah. So I'm a warlock. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find this one. There's a really interesting uh, statement by Bouzelet when he was living with, with anger. But he was in D.C. like uh, night, October 1967 to exercise the Pentagon with his shirt off. So like he, he knew how to do these kind of public kind of rituals. He has the same he has the mark of the beast of tattoo on his forearm. So Crowley's mark of the beast and a Theban kind of a circle with Theban Theban alphabet on his other forearm. So you can like look up Anger's tattoos. They're pretty interesting. Mm. But yeah, I mean he's he's been around. I, he's done public rituals the same type of thing like uh, he's also met jo- uh, John Paul Getty Jr. So uh, Getty would, you know, finance his stuff. He did rituals with Anita Pallenberg. I think she was dating uh, Keith Richards at the time, if I remember. Oh, wow. So they got freaked out. Yeah, they lived together. They kicked him out. Oh, they wow. kicked out anger. They got freaked out. Wild spiderweb this stuff weaves, huh? Yeah, no. It's <laughs> was there anything else uh, any of you three gentlemen would like to talk about before we wrap it up? Or, or you think is important to mention with this, or have we uh, said enough by now? <laughs> um, I've got this, a... is, this is a. Let me. I have another direct quote from Andrew. Yeah, sure, sure. It says my reason for filming has nothing to do with cinema at all. It is a transparent excuse for capturing people. I consider mm. myself working evil in an evil medium. That's uh, like so... Marina Abramovich talk. That's same yeah, kind of. Yeah. No, and so he. You know, that goes back to the early history of a cult, like film, being engineered. You know. To do this, and there's some really trippy, um, some of these silent films, right? And some of these occultists, some in France, you know, and, and then Mybridge, right? Mybridge is the guy that invented film, actually. So he created film and he did really, really, really weird stuff, freaky stuff. Like, you know, people just, you know, going around naked, just like doing these like activities, like day to day activities, some really disturbing, like, you know, stuff that's, you know, and, and connected with the cold circles too, right? And so that anger is following that tradition. Right? Here's another. Here's another connection of anger and mind control. In 1980, Mark David Chapman went to see Kenneth Anger 
at a magic lantern screening in Hawaii, handing anger 38 caliber bullets saying these are for John Lennon. So, I mean, that, that's a weird connection too. Like, it's crazy. Wow. Did he write about it in Hollywood Babylon? He might have. Yeah. Anger and this is according to uh, biographer Bill Landis. In 1965, Anger was investigated by the San Francisco police on suspicion that he had been producing snuff flicks. <laughs> yeah. Anger was shielded from prosecution by his association with the Kinsey Institute. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that'll be my bookend. Right it's there. all one big one big you can suit. read all about that stuff in children of the beast i did all that research. there you go 800 footnotes kids a lot of stuff went into that. <laughs> definitely definitely um i guess you know i guess we'll wrap it up there if everybody's uh, if everybody's okay um i'll start with you first hans hans would you like uh, would you like to let everybody know you know again where they can find your stuff you know what you're about you know plug yourself like you did before just in case people didn't hear it all right. Well, it was a super pleasure being on with you guys. Um, everyone has so much uh, information, um, and it's really enjoyable. So, uh, name is Hans Utter. I um, I do a variety of things, um, including music, production, writing, stuff like that. And in my secret life, I'm actually a senator. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah. Basically, uh, uh, HansUtter.com, uh, MindControlMusic.wordpress.com, and um, feel free to shoot me an email or whatever, and um, Godspeed. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining. I, this was great. Uh, Sean, we'll go with you next. Would you like to let everybody uh, know where to find your stuff as well? Right on. Uh, Sean McCann. I uh, put everything at uh, OneGreatWorkNetwork.com slash Sean hyphen McCann. It's got that's uh, it's got donation uh, button. It's got a link to my T-shirts. It's got all the work that I've posted everywhere, and um, I did just lose my job the other day. Uh, oh, so yeah. if anybody can donate, yeah. it would be very much helpful. Yo, you've actually but, been having like real like shitty luck lately, dude. I, you know, I live I live in nowhere, Ohio. Like luckily, I'm west of this Palestine place. Like, and Hans is a little further west oh. than me, but. You know, like it's. I work for a temp agency, so they'll fi hopefully they'll find something for me. But it just, it would be very uh, helpful if someone could, you know, felt the need to, you know, and could like that would be very much appreciated. And uh, but other than that, uh, my you can find me at onegreatworknetwork.com, and you can find Wake the Dead at any of the podcast areas, and um, you can also find Black Pill Digest and. Uh, uh, we do basically once a month with the Black Pill Digest. But uh, everybody look out for that. And uh, thank you for letting me join the conversation today. It's oh, been course, wonderful. Of course. And now you, uh, William. I've got uh, four books. You can buy them at my website, WilliamRamseyInvestigates.com. Uh, you can find them on Amazon. You, I have five documentaries covered some of the stuff we talked about today. And most of the stuff is covered in my, I covered kind of the cult angle and Children of the Beast. Sure. And then my podcast is William Ramsey Investigates. You can find it, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, thank you for the invite. It's great to be with you. Yeah, guys. yeah. 
very interesting. All their links are already in the bottom. Uh, I also want to thank, besides you three gentlemen for coming on, and I, I had a blast. This was amazing. I also want to thank all the listeners that jumped in on this live. Uh, pretty big numbers, a lot of good comments and stuff. Uh, that's why I go live. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, and again, thank you all for coming on. I had a blast. This is really just a great talk, you know. Uh, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And until the next one, everybody be well. Later.